Welcome to Core Nourishment. I'm Annie Wagner, your host. This podcast is designed to empower, inspire, ignite presence, purpose, and intention in your day. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Core Nourishment Podcast. This is Annie Wagner, your host. And thank you so much for being here, for tuning in, listening, subscribing, and sharing the pod with friends and family. It means the world to me. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, please reach out. I would love to hear from you. You can find me at anniewagoner.com or on Instagram at Core Nourishment. And if you haven't already done so, if you wouldn't mind just taking a quick second to hop on over to Apple Podcasts and offer a rating and a review, I would greatly appreciate it. So episode 61, I dove into sacred conversation with a dear friend of mine, Megan Soretto. She is a guide, healer, a green witch, to use her own words. And she is truly one of the most authentic, beautiful, compassionate humans I know. It was such a gift to be in her healing space with the radiant sun just pouring through the windows. And again, just to dive into conversation with her. In this episode, Megan shares about her Lyme diagnosis back in 2014 and how it drastically changed her life and empowered her to eventually take an active role in her own healing and transformation. We talk about the nervous system, emotional blockages, harnessing our energy, mindfulness, the power of breathwork, and the, and the specific technique that she offers, embracing imperfection, slowing down, and embodiment. Megan also shares about her business, Plant Yourself Medicine, and all of the incredible ways in which you can work with her in person and virtually. Her presence is brilliant, warming, and so real. Please pause and enjoy soaking up Megan's energy, her story, and inspiration. And if you are interested in reaching out to her directly, you can find her at plantyourselfmedicine.com. It's so great to be in your space again. It's just like such a gift to do this in person and yeah. energy. Well, thank you for coming and I'm super excited to dive in. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me, I know we've been chatting for a little bit before I hit record, but I'm curious to know like what is lighting you up today? What's nourishing your soul? Um, quite frankly, the sunshine. Yes. <laughs> The beautiful morning we have here in Portsmouth. Yeah. Um, And aside from that, uh, just uh, right at this moment, the beautiful day I have lined up, I get to start off with you and our conversation and then connect with some pretty amazing humans later Mm -hmm. today. I love that. Yeah. Connection. Yeah. It's perfect. And just listeners, so you know, I have the luxury of sitting in Megan's beautiful space. She has these gorgeous, huge windows, and the sunlight is literally, like, pouring in. <laughs> I, sure I felt like a cat recently just wanted to come yeah. up and, like, feel the warmth. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, Megan, I was thinking earlier, I was like, when did we first connect? Wow. Um, my first recollection is... 2000, 
fifteen, maybe when you were teaching Pilates. Oh yeah, Pilates. And a mutual, yeah, yeah, and a mutual right. friend introduced us, but it was like in passing. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I had already started my health coaching business at that time, but I remember I was just because um, you were heavily into health coaching at that time. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> a fellow wellness practitioner. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I think I that's think, my first recollection. Yeah. I know. I was thinking about I was like, I think it was Barlogic. And then I felt the same way. I Well, your energy I was immediately drawn to. And, and then I remember you saying, you were either studying through yeah. IAN at the time or yeah. you had just finished. But I was like, oh, yeah. I did that. And yeah. I want to connect with you. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Gosh, so 2015. Think, and then I think we went a fairly long stretch. Mm-hmm. In the world of social media, we connected, you know, we'd pop up on each other's. Yeah. And, um, but it wasn't until um, probably, what, last summer that uh, we really connected again and started chatting. Yeah. Yeah, I remember, um, I think you took a little hiatus, which I completely respected. A big hiatus. A big hiatus from social media, and I was like, where did you go? Because I loved, I always loved your posts, and yeah. Um, and so I think I reached out to you personally, and then yeah, yeah, it's been great to reconnect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So health coaching, when so when I first met you, you were yeah, you were starting this path of health coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, let's rewind or go back even yeah. further, and I'd love to know. Um, well, I know, but I'd love for you to share like your story that led you to kind of begin to dive into the wellness world. Absolutely. So. Um, in health and wellness were always a very big part of my life. Um, however, in 2014, May of 2014, I got very sick. And without getting into too much detail, that was the beginning of a almost four-year journey um, with Lyme and numerous other co-infections. So it was really uh, during that time that once I got over the um, panic and worry and chaos going on in my mind uh, that I really took a deep dive because I was very, very ill. And... There was just a uh, moment in time where I was literally on the floor of my living room crying and what's going to happen here? And I had so much anger and grief attached to why me Mm -hmm. and what had become of my life. Life as I knew it was essentially quote-unquote, over, it had changed in a matter of days. And just this light bulb went off. I had already started diving into as much information as I could get. Not as um, much in terms of Lyme and all the other co-infections, because that's a deep rabbit hole in and of itself, and I didn't want to... add to the 
worry. The, you know, worry creates chaos, and I had enough of that going on. Yeah. Um, but I was really drawn to um, natural alternatives and also personal development, spiritual development. I just, like, something, a little spark in me. And it was that, at that point in time is I really was like, okay, where are we going to put our energy are we going to put it towards the anger and the fighting mm. of this illness? Or are you going to put it to good use and towards things um, where, you, where I could be a contributor in my healing journey? And essentially, uh, that's what I did. Once I did that, I was probably, to be honest, a good year in to um, my journey at that point in time, and that was getting me nowhere. Uh, so, of course, all of the doctors and therapies and everything that I was doing contributed to my recovery, but it, I truly believe for myself that if I did not get my mind mm -hmm. on board, uh, the mind is a powerful thing. And um, and with everything else that I was, I realized that I was learning, I was just a sponge. It just, sh everything shifted. Yeah. Uh, and I really started noticing changes. It was still quite a long time before I, but it was just, uh, I had a different perspective on, um, what I was going through, and actually, in the end, I've said it many times over the years, uh, while it was truly one of the worst periods of my life, I wouldn't change a thing, mm -hmm. and it was my greatest gift, because I don't think I would be where I am today, having not gone through that, and that's what led me into... Um, health coaching was the first stop and I got my um, certification through Health Coach Institute and then I went on to that was the beginning of a very long like deep dive I'm just a, a constant seeker lover of you know all things good for mind body spirit and that just was like the trickle effect. And from there, I believe I went on to get my hypnotherapy certification, life coach certification, um, Reiki, herbalism, the list goes on, yeah. and breath work, of course, which is such a foundation of my practice now. Uh, but it, you know, all of the things that I the quote-unquote tools that I have in my bag, my little toolbox now, um, are things that helped me along my journey. And when I find something that I had a profound experience with, I like to share that with my clients and community in hopes that, you know, it might not all work for them, but there may be 
little pieces here and there and be like, hey, I like that. That resonates. That works. Wow. That was great. So, yeah. So here we are in 2024, 10 years. It's crazy. That's wild. Yeah. 10 years. years later. So, yeah, that's what led me to um, the work that I'm doing today. That's incredible. Yeah. Thank you for opening up and sharing about that, Megan. Um, I'm curious to know, so I'm going to just touch back a little bit on that first year. So you were diagnosed with Lyme Mm -hmm. um, and you, you shared that you were experiencing a lot of understandable grief and anger. Yeah. Um, Where did you feel that in your body? And then when you made the decision to, okay, Megan, what, where do I want to put my energy and kind of shift to um, really, um, I guess, like channeling that anger and fear yeah. and um, grief to your healing. Yeah. Like where, how, like, I guess like how, what did you feel in your body? Like, I'm so curious to know. Oh gosh. I can actually like still, you asking me that question, it almost immediately like comes back it's such a gripping tension um, in my chest and my heart space specifically. Uh, I operated from a space of, uh, let's, do I say pre-Lyme? I don't know what to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, for a majority of my life up until that point, uh, go, go, go. Like, go, go go and without being very to be perfectly honest um, mindful or present even though I probably thought I was Mm -hmm. at times Mm -hmm. Um, but it was uh, there was no stopping like everything had to be I was a mother to two young boys and um, super active and so wound, like wound so tightly and didn't, while I said health and wellness were a big part of my life, yes, exercise, movement, um, nutrition, yes, but that's only one small, small piece of the puzzle. And when you look at now, you know, I know this, but like we've heard it called the wheel of life, mm-hmm. like all so many other aspects of my life were so out of alignment and I was so not in touch with them, nor myself, um, to be honest. So it was really, and there were those like little, that little voice, mm-hmm. um, it was there. And it was a whisper. It's so cliche. You know, we've heard it so many times. You know, listen to the whispers before your before body screams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, that was me to a T. Yeah. Because I heard that especially, I mean, for me it was Lyme, right? That's like the universe was like, hey, girl, you're not, like we're going to just stop you in your tracks. And it literally did that. And I, you know, those little, that voice in my head was saying, 
there's got to be an easier way to slow down, take care of yourself. I'm such an advocate for slowing down and yeah, being present and self-care and all of those things um, now because I know they're such an important, vital part to anyone's well-being and I've lived both sides. Uh, and so while uh, we are all human and can definitely get wrapped up in the go, go, go and our to-dos and not taking time for ourselves, if I find myself slipping, it doesn't take very long where either my body will remind me or, mm-hmm. you know, that little voice my mind. You're it's able like, to listen to that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. What yeah. was one of so when you made that decision to like okay, there's got to be a different way to support myself mm-hmm. here. I'm I'm, I'm going to pour this energy into my healing and start to maybe process and feel the anger and release it. Um, what What was one of the first tools that really helped you to shift into this new, I guess, new pace, new way? Yeah. Of yeah. Um, the I'd say the first tool would be meditation and that was a huge challenge for me to be still it's a challenge for so many right like to be still to be alone like that was so uncomfortable for me in the beginning to be alone in stillness being very present and alone with my thoughts and feelings and emotions and it was a bumpy road in the beginning, but once, you know, like anything, I was really committed to coming out on the other end of this. And um, it sparked something in me that was, you know, so it was meditation and then that led to breath work and, um, whole host of other things yeah yeah can we dive into the breath work absolutely absolutely um and I had the opportunity just to share to experience a session with Megan gosh in the fall now yeah um so a few months ago um and it was I, I don't I have I haven't hard time even finding words for it Megan I yeah. was blown away I mean and I knew you had told me you know about it and um, and I, I remember coming and thinking, like, all right, I've practiced a good amount of breath work um, through my my yoga over the last like 15 years, um, and just my own curiosity and looking things up and um, taking workshops here and there. And I have never experienced what I experienced with you. Yeah. And I remember at first also because it's very different from most breathwork yeah. practices mm-hmm. it's open mouth breathing and I remember at first when you told me that there was that little like in my mind um like like questioning and like a little bit of resistance in my body too because it was so opposite of what I have trained myself yeah. to believe is yeah. a healing breath you know so um so I just want to share with you know those of you who are listening to this it was truly uh one of the most powerful experiences yeah. and releasing I was 
just shocked <laughs> and felt so um, afterwards. Like, I definitely felt like I had a huge energetic and emotional release. Yeah. Uh, I was tired, but also then later energized. Yeah. So, okay, so that was my little introduction. Yeah, then no, say, like, it was share, a beautiful, like, beautiful yeah. journey. Um, yeah. And thank you again for letting me guide you and hold the space. So, um, yeah, where to begin? Uh, well, first, by, you know, our breath is such powerful medicine and available to us 24-7, each and every one of us. Um, we forget that. Yeah. It's just <laughs> Definitely. Uh, very normal. We just need reminders and develop an awareness around it, right? So like you, I was used to many different forms and practice many different forms of breath work still to this day. However, I was, when I was in the throes of um, my healing journey, uh, I was introduced to um, David Elliott who is my teacher, uh, who teaches a form of pranayama breathwork called breathwork healing. And it's an active, uh, I like to, an active meditation, if you will, but an open uh, mouth, uh, multi-part breath. And, you know, I was a little hesitant as well, uh, but once, I dove in. I just couldn't believe. I had never experienced anything like that before. And for many years, I just, it was an own, my own personal private practice. It's not something I ever offered uh, to clients. Like other breathwork practices, yes, but this was not something, um, this practice... I wanted, I had a lot of work to do there myself. Mm -hmm. It is a technique that moves a lot of energy and emotion. And uh, I still had a lot of work to do, to be very honest. And there are things that we hold and hold on tight into our bodies and just push them down. And there was uh, it was a time where I found and still to this day and that's why I went on to get um, formally trained and now offer have for a few years now uh, it's the foundation of my practice now but um, the most profound transformative tool uh, that I found for myself and for so many of my clients. And you mentioned that resistance piece. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> absolutely. I, you know, that's when we need it the most. Yeah. And I, there have been points in my life as of very recently, you know, you bump up a bent, that's life. You bump up against some hard stuff in life and it's sometimes you just don't want, don't want to go there but it is such an incredibly um, nourishing uh, 
practice that if you open yourself up to, I share this with my clients, open yourself up to the breath and let it meet you where you're at. Let it do the work for you. Just let it take you and be open to the experience. You are going to have an incredible um, release. It's going to give you exactly what you need, whether you know what that is or not. Mm. Or not. Yeah. That was some of my that was one of the aspects of my session with you that I was true I felt so held, Megan. And you your cueing around that and like such was so beautiful and for me like helped me feel safe and to just also drop out of my because yeah. similar to you know you and I know what you've shared, but like I just tend to live in my head and yeah. so um, I, I kept like with your cueing it was like oh yeah it's okay to just drop yeah. away like drop down into the heart and like just trust that the breath is going to carry you and take you because um, yeah. I kept it was like this dance between oh, like, wanting to control it <laughs> to then like oh wait no surrender yeah. <laughs> you know so. absolutely and that's the beauty of uh, this practice in particular is it really once you let it take you it really like I picture like the volume dial like on an old stereo like turn down the volume on what's going on up in your head and it really like allows you to drop in and deeply connect with your body and your heart and connect with your body in a way that maybe you haven't before or just open you up to uh, releasing or tapping into what any messages your body is trying to send you or tapping into popping the top on creativity. I mean, it's, it's endless. It doesn't always have to be so serious. It can be very fun as well. Um, it depends where, it depends where you're at, you know? Um, but it is such a, this practice just moves what needs to be moved. And I love like the getting at, and it's, hey, just like meditation and so many things, um, getting out of our head, like turning that volume down is rather challenging. And not to say that there aren't times to this day where it's like, I'll be 20 minutes in and you know then all of a sudden my monkey mind is going again and it's like okay let's pick up the breath and get back to it yeah and it's just uh it's beautiful it's it's a as I said before um a powerful technique in helping us get out of our Heads. It's kind of exhausting up there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Understatement. Yeah. 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 It's so powerful. It's so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Um, you mentioned that it's a, it's a foundation of your your daily practice yeah. now. And I'm curious to know. So, like, take us through a day in the life of, or, yeah, what does your morning practice look like these days? So, okay, great question. Um, I've learned to be a bit more fluid with my morning practice. Uh, for a very long time, I was super rigid and it was the same thing every morning. 
And I probably only started a morning routine or practice uh, probably along my healing journey where I was like, okay, hey, this is good stuff. Yeah. Um, it doesn't always include breath work first thing in the morning. Uh, a lot of mornings it does, but it's what I'm feeling called, what my body needs, what my mind perhaps is craving. And that could be uh, journaling. It could be meditation, um, whether that be guided or not, or a combination of them all. Uh, I do always start with just in my dark, cozy little room with my pups on either side with a hot cup of lemon water. And then we'll see where it goes, whether it's breath or... I, I think I touch on the breath daily, whether it's diving into breathwork healing. And sometimes that's like 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes I'm like, I'm laying down somewhere in my home or here in my space for, you know, a good 45 minutes to an hour. It's, uh, it's really, I've gotten very good at being flexible with that. Cause then I would be hard on myself yeah, if I was like, well, you didn't get to that this right. morning and you didn't. So, and again, that's what works best for me. Some people yeah. thrive off structure and, and that, and it's the same, and that's beautiful. Uh, and I think that served its purpose for me. It gave me something for a period of time, but, uh, it's okay to change and evolve, uh, whether in anything in life. So, and movement is a very important part of my day. And I like to get that in in the morning if possible. Yeah. So, yeah. I love that you share that, Megan, too, because I think, I know for me personally, that's something I and my past have gotten caught on, is caught in as well as this, like, a little bit of more rigidity aspect of a, um, holding on to my routine. And if I, and then a fear of if I don't do it in this way, then, you know, what happens? Um, and I, too, I think I've grown in, in kind of, I think letting go a little bit mm -hmm. and again, surrendering um, yeah. and trusting and like learning to just trust what does my body need in mm -hmm. the moment. But that's hard and it can feel yeah. a little scary too. Yeah. Um, and sometimes also overwhelming. Like if, you know, we're busy and we have a full day and wanting to choose like the quote unquote right thing, but then yeah. also remembering like oh, all these tools are such gifts for our bodies. So just being... I think for me, like present and receptive in that, in the moment. Um, but it's hard. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah, absolutely. I think it, that. and I do think it can be overwhelming, especially yeah. in the beginning. If this is, you know, there's someone out there who is looking to like, I hear all this talk of a morning routine, practice, ritual, whatever you want to call it. Um, but where do I start? You know, I listed off numerous things that I incorporate into my mornings, but that's evolved over time. Like if that's simply just sitting in silence 
with your cup of coffee or tea or whatever it may be, um, start there. Yeah. Like always start small. Don't set yourself up for failure. Like, cause that can get super overwhelming and then you just scratch the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. So, and like dabble, experiment, like have fun with it. Right. <clears throat> um, it, like if, if it's not fun, are we really going to continue? Or if you're not getting something out of it, if it's not nourishing you on some level, the long-term, the chances that that will become a cons- cons- consistent practice or habit are pretty slim. Yes. I yeah. love that you touched on that. Yeah. It's huge. I mean, yeah. the whole idea that, yeah, joy, pleasure... I strongly believe yeah. are two essential ingredients yeah. in in whatever we are choosing to yeah. you know take part in. Not and doesn't always like not always going to be extreme joy and pleasure in those yeah. things. But uh, as absolutely. you said, like connecting with a almost a sense of lightness around it versus such seriousness. You yeah, know, like, I mean, yeah, playing, right. playing, playing. Yeah. Like you know, it's it might be awkward to sit down and journal for the first time if you've never done it before. Mm-hmm. Well, just be like, don't be so serious about it. Yeah. You know, even if it's you're sitting down to try a guided meditation, there's so many different apps out there. Like find one that's literally a minute long mm. or two minutes long mm-hmm. or a simple, you know, three minute breathwork practice, whether that's guided or you're sitting there, you know, just intentionally taking deep belly breaths. Like it, it things will grow and evolve and, Things that stick are what resonates, and you'll craft your own little practice. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for also bringing that up, Megan, around, like, for those who are listening and are, may, may have felt initially overwhelmed by our conversation around Megan. Tell yeah. us about your morning routine and listening <laughs> all these things up. Because um, it makes me also think, like, back to your story, um, just being diagnosed with Lyme and then where you are now. If... I'm curious then, what would you tell someone who's listening who who perhaps is in that beginning stage where you were, where they might have, um, well, just had like a wrench through it, like their, their body's yeah. been shaken awake yeah. of like, okay, yeah. something needs to change, whether it's a big diagnosis or right. just feeling a lot of heaviness in their body. What, what would you suggest, like how, yeah, what would you recommend, like um, whether it's a tool, and I know we've talked about a few, or just like words of, of wisdom from your yeah experience. um goodness that's a big question it's a great question <laughs> um well that is so many of the women that I work with uh are bumping up against this currently um whether it's an illness or life in general just that that burnout yeah. feeling that we can probably both, uh, you know, been there at one point in time. Uh, I, you know, it's, it's, it's not easy because you've lived operating in a way for so long that your body is just on autopilot and your mind for Mm -hmm. that matter. But there is something, whether it's physical symptoms um, that are starting to pop up or um, emotionally, uh, an emotional drain, um, 
that something's off, something's got to change in, in your life. And again, back to the whispers and screams, right? Yeah. So I do this with, I, I typically to women that I work with will start off super small and present, let's say, two or three different practices to start with. Again, like I believe in like starting very small yeah. and setting someone else or setting yourself up for success um, and see what resonates. So, uh, but you have to start. And that's, you know, showing up and making a commitment. Um, and the commitment to me, if it's someone working with me, yes, okay, there, there's that, um, that relationship, but it's the commitment to yourself and showing up for yourself. So, um, and are you ready? Yeah. Like, are you ready? So, I, I, it's really hard for me to answer. I, I don't have just one answer. Like, I think it really depends on the individual and what they're drawn to as far as, um, or what they're curious about. Mm. Maybe someone's, like, maybe meditation is, like, way, or breath work is way down the line for them. Maybe it's simply, like, um, getting outside and going for a five-minute walk, like, without headphones on. Yes. And, you know, like, that will, it really is an individual, but... Also, taking away that overwhelm from a person and sharing some ideas. Or like, okay, let's try this for two weeks and see. Yeah. And be super gentle with yourself. Yeah. Super, super gentle. Um, because chances are, in the beginning... Or even in the middle, or if you've been doing it for years, you're going to slip. You're going to, like, it, it's, we're human. But don't beat yourself up mm. over it. Yeah. Um, I think it's incredibly important to have compassion and grace for ourselves. Um, and if you're moving in a direction of wanting to make that a change in your life, you'll come back around. And whether that's by your own volition or, um, you know, someone holding you accountable and supporting you and holding the space for you, um, like I do with my clients, you know, that's, yeah. Did that answer your question? Oh my I gosh, kind of yeah. rambled. No, 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 there. no, that was beautiful. And yeah, it's a, it, was a, it was a big one, but, yeah. but I love that you're touching on it. It's really bio-individual and that yeah. what I witness just from knowing you, but also you've shared about, you know, you sharing about your work, you really meet people like really where they're at and, yeah. and see, see them for who they are and help, help them connect yeah. with what's going to enliven them and help them start to heal. So that's, yeah. that's beautiful. And the invitation, like the word invitation keeps coming to mind yeah. because, um, when you shared about your story and being diagnosed with lines, you were given this huge invitation and you, yeah eventually said yes and like yeah. opened yourself up to yeah. this path and then 
I was just thinking about when you're describing the breath work um, and my own personal experience. Um, it, it's like this huge invitation to drop out the head into the heart yeah. and to trust. And then what you're sharing right now is like this invitation for others, you know, for people to start to experiment playfully, you know, and, and dabble, yeah. but in really small, small ways to start and noticing what, yeah. what helps them to start to feel whatever, you know, aliveness or creativity or more ease. So. Right, right. I think for me and um, the slowing down and being present, having an awareness and connecting to ourselves, to yourself, is, again, I'll use the word foundation, like, so important, like, such an important piece of the foundation in um, someone's uh, well-being. And when I say well-being, that's, you know, in mind, body, spirit, mental, physical, emotional, and and spiritual. And that's sometimes the hardest part, right? The slowing down. And then just finding, like, a rhythm and a pace that works for you. And, again, life's going to throw things at you, and that rhythm and pace will change. But developing that awareness and presence and um, care for yourself uh, will always, you know, carry you through. Yeah, and I, I like that you talk about compassion in that way and grace because because I think slowing down can also feel scary and uncomfortable because our nervous systems have yeah. been so used to the opposite. Yeah. So it doesn't always feel safe, but to yeah. come back, even in that experience, to compassion and yeah. to be like, okay, um, just the noticing, yeah. but loving ourselves through it versus beating ourselves up or feeling like we're doing it wrong or feeling like yeah. we have to do it perfectly yeah. or shaming ourselves. So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. To what you just said about our nervous systems, I mean, right? Like, yeah. I think there's not a person walking on this planet that's nervous system, especially after mm-hmm. these past few years but um, I, I think when our nervous systems are used to operating in such a way that when we bring these practices in I'll hear from um, clients you know, you know I'm exhausted Yeah. Y- you know it's that because your body is adjusting it's, and whether that's physical exhaustion or emotional exhaustion or both, um, it's just regulating your nervous system, giving your nervous system some deep, tender, loving care and, and cleansing it and um, teaching your body ways to regulate and operate in a much more gentle manner. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, to know that the exhaustion is normal <laughs> and yeah. to be expected. Yeah, um, I mean, and then yeah. to what you said about that safety, of course, it, it's because we don't, we know what operating this way feels like. And whether or not that's good for us or not, we know what that feels like. We pretty much know what to expect. So in our brains, that's safe. 
Mm. Like the unknown, yeah. like switching things up, feeling differently. That's your know, our brain is like red flags, like, yeah. uh-uh, you're doing that wrong. Like, no, why are you doing that? Like it's gonna talk us out of try and talk us out of it. Um, because it's that unknown. Is that safe? While it may be much better for us, it's really fascinating how the mind works. But once, you know, you just got to crack that door open and open your body and your mind to another way. And it's like, ooh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow. There is a whole different way I yeah. could be living. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Absolutely. Yeah, would you say that the other word that's coming to mind is embodiment? Would yeah. you say that, I mean, again, I, I'm going to just share what you, the language you yeah. use, but like pre, pre-Lyme and then now right. post-Lyme yeah. or through it, would you say that you before were very disconnected and now you're much yeah. more embodied? Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it's amazing to... And... For this was a lot of my work as well because I found myself beating myself up and being like, I can't believe I operate I did that or I operated that way or I thought that way or even with some things with my boys, my family, my husband. Mm-hmm. Um it was super eye-opening and embarrassing in some way. Like, I felt, like, shame and embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to do a lot of work around that. Um, that was a former version of me that yeah. now I um, fully embrace and thankful for. And uh, But on the flip side, to be given the gift of... being able to learn ways in which to connect with myself and listen to my body and back and embodiment like embody it all the good the bad the ugly everything in between like it's um part of who we are Mm -hmm. and to the the way that I live now is um, it's vastly different in in a lot of ways Uh, and I'm grateful for that but I can also say now that I'm just grateful for it all yeah because I can see the contrast and um, it I, in a sense, I don't know if forgive is the right word. Not forgive, but um, it was a beautiful learning experience. Yeah. I'm almost imagining you, like, wrapping your arms around that, um, your former version yeah. of you. And just loving yeah. her because so tired. Yeah. So, so tired, tired. Yeah, and so, so tired. hard on myself. And yeah. 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 Um, and what would you tell her now? Like, you could... Oh, my gosh. Uh, It's okay. 
and thank you, and there is an easier way. There is an easier way. And that's, you know, the work that I do has evolved so greatly over the years, um, as it should, as I have very much since I, you know, started. Um, And I think that's the, one of the core messages that I hope that I get across to my clients. It's like slowing down um, and connection and with self, with coming back to yourself. You know, our bodies, our hearts are um, communicating with us really 24-7. And so many, I was one of them, you know, we forget how to listen. We forget. Like, we don't hear that. Um, But it's never too late, you know, to um, reconnect. Reconnect. And then that in and of itself is so empowering. And um, so empowering to be able to reconnect with yourself and um, then in turn, you know, the possibilities are endless. Yeah. 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 And yeah, it's never, it's never too late. No, no. So when someone comes to see you, you yeah. talked about the breath work. Yeah. And I love, by the way, I love, I love your, your website, your business name, Plant Yourself. Yeah. So will you share with us like what, you know, what um, that embodies, what yeah. your name embodies and so, um, all the different offerings you share? Yes. So after my very long hiatus um, from work, from my practice, I really felt a niggling. Um, I used to operate under Megan Soretto, uh, which was beautiful. Um, but I just felt a niggling to switch things up. And I have always been a closet um, green witch let's say. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, a plant nerd, herbs, like oils, everything for years and years and years. Uh, That all started um, on my healing journey as well, using um, nature's gifts Mm -hmm. to help us on our journeys. So plant yourself medicine, uh, came into play. It's a certainly a play on words. Plant yourself, slow down, root yourself, mm-hmm. like connect, right? Pause. And then um, the flip side of that is, you know, rooting yourself and nourishing yourself from the ground up and using uh, tools such as breathwork and plants and guidance and alchemy to uh, guide people on their journeys, which in turn then 
allows them to connect or reconnect and empowers them to reclaim their power, empowers the healer within them, um, whether these tools initially help them on in their lives, but to share with their loved ones as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So amazing. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, it's um, just a, a, a holistic approach to well-being, let's say. Yeah, yeah all, the, all, as you said, all the possibilities, but all the layering, too, yeah. that, go in, that goes into yeah. it um, with such beautiful intentionality. Yeah. Like when I have my breathwork session with you and you use certain oils that yes. you don't call to, yes. um, and that... Like what? How that enhanced the experience yeah. for me was just phenomenal. It was really, really amazing. Yes, oils yeah. are a love of mine. Um, plants in any form are uh, wonderful allies, and the use of oils uh, in general is such an incredible support. But pulling them into a uh, breathwork journey is just such a compliment. Um, it's not mandatory. I certainly, and my teacher, David Elliott, also uses essential oils as well um, that correspond with the chakras in um, facilitating and nourishing the breathwork journey. So they're just incredibly beautiful. And sometimes I'll use all of them on... Uh, a client and or others like what I'm feeling called yeah. needs more support during during the session. Yeah. Is yeah. there a, an oil right now in the season that you're that you're called using just for you personally? Oh, um, well, rose is pretty much almost a daily. Yeah. For me, it's very heart opening. I, for years, have been putting rose uh, on my heart and on the insides of my wrists. And um, frankincense is also another incredibly grounding, supportive oil. But it's the, in the winter, to answer your question, to really, uh, I've been really drawn to lots of the furs Mm -hmm. uh it's just i find them so comforting um whether it's deep relaxation they each have you know uh different personalities i like to say so it depends what you're looking for an aroma can create um whether you're placing an oil on your body or you know diffusing it and uh, you get to create the environment that you're craving. So whether it's upbeat or you need a little energy or, um, you know, a little more soothing and relaxation or like deep focus. Um, but the furs I'm super drawn to and I like to mix them with a citrus sometimes. So it's like, yeah, if I'm like creating, if I'm, if I'm diffusing, but my, my go-to is uh, rose on the daily. 
for sure. I do love Rose. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So I'm curious, Megan, you, we talked earlier about like, you know, we're kind of ever evolving. So I'm curious to know if there's anything that's been piquing your interest that you're studying right now or that you're kind of looking forward to. Yeah. So, um, I'm always dabbling in something. Um, my breath work offerings are, again, like I said, the foundation. And I do have a different container uh, called Inner Alchemy in which I weave in a lot of pretty much what we've talked about today, all the different tools and um but i'm diving deeper into while i have um certificate herbalism certification i'm diving deeper into the um plant medicine spiritual aspects of the plants um i really find the plant wisdom uh i just am gobbling that up right now and looking forward to weaving that into more of my, with the breath work actually. So whether, yeah, so I'm just kind of playing around with what that's gonna look like. That's so but cool. that's where I'm, where I'm at now. As I said, like plants in any form are just wonderful allies. Yeah. And I have such a connection. Um, and I, and there's, curiosity and interest out there so I think it's a beautiful pairing yeah definitely. so that's oh, where I'm at right now so yeah. to see for you yeah. like how that unfolds yeah yeah so where can people find you so my website is plant yourself medicine and Instagram is plant yourself medicine yeah and do you do so I know you have this beautiful space do you also offer virtual I do okay that's I great. offer virtual one-on-ones and virtual monthly groups okay. as well as in-person groups. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, this has been amazing. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you so much. It was yeah. great to connect with you. I know. Always. I love yeah. our conversations and so appreciate you sharing your energy and um, inspiration with other people and also opening up with such courage about your story. Thank you, Megan. No, thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. I appreciate it. All right. I can't wait for next time. <laughs> next time.